Welcome to the American Warrior Festival Podcast, a celebration of our troops, veterans, and American way of life. I'm your host, Dan Clore. The American Warrior Festival Podcast brought to you by the Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Western New York's premier dining experience, known for its amazing prime rib and dedication to the veteran community. Visit them online at theredosier.com.
family how are we doing we are back here with episode number 14 and we have the warrior brotherhood veteran motorcycle club on here with us today we're going to talk about the brotherhood within the brotherhood and we have a longtime buddy here vector out of new york and we have our new friend here chili out of pennsylvania so gentlemen how are we doing today good all right man appreciate you having us Oh man, our our pleasure. We're excited to talk about the the veteran motorcycle clubs and what you guys do and all the great things coming up. So, uh, yeah, what why don't we talk a little bit about that? Um, I mean, it's it's a really unique thing when you have a, a veteran MC. It's kind of like I said, it's a brotherhood within the the family within the brotherhood. So, why don't we talk a little bit about that? Kind of what led you guys to join yourselves and. Uh, just what, how you think veteran MCs fit into the veteran community as a whole. All right. Uh, I can start. Um, so um, I, I started prospecting with the club. Um, I think it was in like late fall, winter, early winter, uh, 2017 or no, 2018. Sorry. And uh, yeah, I, I met the guys, some of the, the other members of the charter i was just out tooling around on my motorcycle and and met those guys and you know started talking to them and i was and uh at the time i was in the american legion riders and talk and and the legion riders was okay but there was no like common bond you know it was a bunch of guys together and not everybody was a vet and then i meet these guys and these guys are they're like tight man they were like you know they look good I liked their, what they stood for, you know, and I wanted to be a part of them, you know. It was like, this is where I want, this is where I need to be. This is the right spot, you know. And uh, so I started started prospecting in uh, November, December uh, of 18. And uh, you know, did my, did, did almost a year and uh, met the qualifications. And I got patched in in, in August of uh August of, uh, I think it was 19th, I think. Nice. <laughs> can't fucking remember dates. But anyway, <laughs> I got patched in and it's been awesome, you know. And, and we, you know, we're part of a big nation, uh, Warrior Brotherhood MCs and a national club. And, you know, just getting the guys, getting to know guys all over the place and knowing the fact, the fact that no matter where you go, no matter where you are, um, if you got a problem, you can reach out and there's going to be somebody, one of your brothers is going to be right there, you know, just like, it, just like it was in the, in the military, you know, you always right. have a guy you can count on and lean on. Nice. And that, that's a great feeling. Even if you're just traveling with family on vacation or something and yeah, you need to talk to someone locally there I mean, you got your veteran community, but you got your, your veteran MC, which sounds like, I mean, you guys are even in better touch within your, your uh, motorcycle club, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. 
it's awesome. definitely unique. I mean, we uh, we have a lot of guys who uh, kind of come to us who's looking for the camaraderie. And, uh, you know, like Vector said, we, uh, we, we love motorcycles. We ride motorcycles. And uh, just that common bond of being vets. And, uh, you know, we're, I, I was sharing earlier that we, uh, we're, we accept all branches. So, it, you know, we, it's not just, you know, kind of one branch, not Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. We all have that, that common bond of just being in the military. We can, uh, you know, um, bust each other's balls, so to speak. Yeah. And, and, you know, just uh, rely on people if we have an issue, like you were saying. But the common theme is motorcycles and riding and, you know, uh, just that brotherhood that comes of it. You learn a lot about a guy when you ride over two, 300 miles with him. Um, you know, three feet by three feet you learn a lot yeah. of, a lot about a guy um riding with them so sure that's did. kind of the common bond that brings us together nice so it's really since you guys have joined it really has brought like the the veteran community for you much closer together it's really uh kind of major major lives better in in a way where you have that camaraderie still that that's we all true. miss you know yeah we um like, like you were saying, there are other veterans organizations and they're all great, don't be wrong. But, you know, when you're part of a motorcycle club, there's definitely more of a community aspect, a, a brotherhood, um, instead of just sort of speak like a riding club or a social club where you can kind of just join, you know, hey, here you go. Here's a membership, you know, uh, come come when you can. Being in a motorcycle club, especially a traditional motorcycle club, is a little bit more uh, time consuming and you spend more time with your brothers and do more community service. Uh, we at uh, Warrior Brother MC is a 501c3. We're a nonprofit. We do a lot of good for the community and with veterans' causes. Um, and, and giving back is just as much important as well um, to our mission. Nice. Yeah, we love working with you guys too with the American Warrior Festival because when you work with a veteran MC, like you were saying, it, it is that thing where you can count on that group to show up for whatever event they are a part of. Uh, a, a lot of times you, you're working with different people. You're not sure who's going to come and support, but you guys, I mean, once it's on the calendar, the ride calendar, it's pretty much the gospel, right? I Absolutely. mean, it's, you're yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got, you know, you got a pretty good commitment, you know, not only right. time wise, but there's a financial commitment you're making and, you know, there are mandatory events that you're going to be at, expected to be at. And, you know, there's a level of engagement that that's, you know, it's easy to do because your heart's in it. Because you're like, man, it's helping vets and you're loving, you're riding your motorcycle. So it's really not hard to say, hey, right. what are you doing on this 600 mile ride this weekend? Okay. <laughs> Twisting my arm, right? Right. But uh, yeah, you know, there is, there is a certain level of commitment to it. And, uh, yeah, my dog. <laughs> Killer. It's that dog. It sounds like a Rottweiler. The Lord. Yeah. yeah, the Lord. <laughs> how do I mute myself? <laughs> what do you got there? What kind of killer you got there? I don't you think it's you? a Rottweiler. That's not a Rottweiler. Not a Rottweiler. <laughs> so just a little bit smaller, right? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, man. I put the blind down now. They can't see. Oh, the little fuckers are looking underneath the blind. <laughs> nice. They're adapted, man. Adapted, yeah. overcome. Assholes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that is something we find with uh, the veteran MCs. It's just a uh, good commitment from you guys, and uh, you guys follow your word, and you can count on you. It's really cool. Yeah. So. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the history of the club, uh, you know, where it started, how how you guys started, uh, kind of who led the charge there. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got a pretty uh, um, glad you're on, Silly, because you know, yeah, right. History. So, we started in 2001, actually, um, and we've kind of evolved ever since. We started as a combat, uh, actually, we started really as a Vietnam club for Vietnam vets mm. and um, those coming back. They were kind of looking for something camaraderie wise. And then, um, you know, like we were talking about earlier with specific military clubs, they're really a niche market, uh, so to speak, within the MC club uh, community. So we kind of started opening it up and um, allowing combat vets to join. And then we eventually opened it up to everybody, uh, all veterans, so to speak. And then we eventually led um, a few years after that um, support riders, we call them American Patriots join. And they're very, they're a small fraction of our community, but they, uh, they're non-vets um, that we allow to, to join and um, a certain kind of criteria that they have to, to follow to join. But, um, and that's kind of where we stand today. We're a traditional motorcycle club. Um, uh, we call it some call it 99 percenters, uh, so to right. speak, of uh, the MC community. Mm -hmm. And so we are a fraternal motorcycle club um, that rides um, motorcycles. So, um, nice. but from there, you know, we started um, started in the south, and so uh, in Georgia, and so we uh, kind of expanded from there. We now have uh, chapters all over the world. We have chapters in just you know, Vector said we're a nationwide club. Uh, kind of correct, and we're a worldwide club. We have uh, chapters in Japan yeah, and Far East. Yeah, we have yeah, chapters yeah. in Japan and Germany. Um, and we have wow. representation everywhere. So we have, and sometimes uh, and a lot of that just kind of has to do with um, where guys on active duty go. So some guys might go to Korea. So we have representation there, but we would not have might have not have enough for a chapter. Um, but we do have representation there. So. Um, we got guys yeah. on boats right now. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, right. We got guys deployed. So, but we do have, uh, like I said, wow. we've been starting since 2001 and uh, kind of going ever since um, throughout different periods of uh, transition with so, the club. That's awesome. So, this is your 20 year uh, anniversary, really? Is it 20 yeah. years this yeah, year? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Awesome. You guys do anything cool for that? We do. We have a nationwide run every year that we we do. Um, this time is in the Southwest that so we're going out uh, to the Arizona area where we'll kind of get together and we'll uh, every year we kind of rotate throughout the country and uh, have a nice little little get together, so to speak, um, to celebrate our 20th anniversary. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be hot, but uh, it'll be good. <laughs> it's like it's like Kuwait hot. It's like yeah. hot. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It, look, where in Arizona you guys congregating? Like the Phoenix or? area. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix area? Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, so we're excited about it. Like I said, it's 20 years. Um, I, I've, I haven't been in 20 years, but um, comparingly, but we do have guys that, that have been in the club that long and wow. excited to uh, to celebrate. Well, congratulations from uh, all of us here at American Warrior, <laughs> man. That's pretty pretty damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So now we started touching a little bit on the uh, the causes that you guys are a part of. Um, so why don't we talk maybe in a little bit more detail exactly what you guys do, some of your favorite causes, things that you guys have been doing for you know years or maybe brand new things you guys are focusing on now. Go ahead and uh, feel free to talk about all the great things you're doing. Sure. Um, my mind went blank. <laughs> well our causes for us for us in the new york chapter we don't we don't focus in on like one specific cause we are um we're we're more about helping vets at the grassroots level that's where our cause is we find those guys that are falling through the cracks you know they, they're not quite hooked up with the va yet or they were hooked yeah. up with the va and it fell apart or they just have a need that just isn't being met because it's like in the middle 
you know, right. and it could be something as simple as, you know, somebody's, you know, they just need their yard cleaned up or, you know, they need, you know, a simple task done or a few bucks to help them out to make it to the next paycheck or something. Whereas we got other guys that we meet that, you know, we, uh, we find, and they have a special need. Like there was a, uh, the, last year we found uh, a vet that um, had not been, he had a career war vet and he wasn't hooked up with the uh, VA yet. He went all those years, wow. you know, Mr. Tough Guy saying, I don't need that. I don't need that. And now, you know, he's got needs. And so now he's got to start from square one. But in the meantime, he didn't have a ramp for his house. He didn't have a wheelchair to be able to get around. He really lost all his independence. He had to move in with his daughter. So, you know, we, we did some looking around and we found a, uh, we found a, a donated ramp that somebody was got from the VA. They didn't need it anymore because they had passed away in a wheelchair. And, uh, you know, we set him up. And I mean, that was awesome. like, that was like life changing for that guy. You know, he just gave him his independence back and he, he didn't have to rely on, on his daughter and stuff to help him with mobility and things. He's, you know, now nice. I see some pictures of him and he's driving that f- fucking thing down the road <laughs> to the local legion and drinking with his buddies and you know, living, living large. Hell you know? yeah. But so that's, that's where we're at with causes. Um, we, uh, you know, we're really looking forward to our partnership next month with American warrior and, and, and that big event. So, Oh yeah, man. And, uh, and can we also talk? We'll talk a little bit about the the Yankees game too. Do you want to? Oh, can we talk yeah, about yeah, that, Tom? Yeah, Vector. Yeah, we'll okay. Yeah. So um, uh, American Warrior, or yeah, American Warrior Dan, he came to me and said, "Yeah, Tom, I got I got these luxury suites, the Yankees, and I got games in September." He goes, "What do you think about partnering up and doing selling raffle tickets and put the Warrior the Warrior Brotherhood name on it?" And we'll sell raffle tickets to uh, to the suite, and I'm like, man, that's no brainer. Absolutely, you know, we we love to do that. And the, the whole idea, you know, is, as you told me, is we want to send veterans to the Yankee game for free. Yeah, you know, yep. and, and kids and uh, and stuff. And um, you know, so we're we're launching that real soon. Um, I got to get to work on the raffle ticket design. I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, there, so. good news. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you just hit me with that last week. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You know? what, Dan, what do we sell the raffle tickets for? Do you remember? Uh, they're $10 a piece. And in fact, remember how you sent, sent me the email saying, uh, hey, man, everything looks good, but we don't have the ticket price on here. Yeah, so yeah. the yeah. designer just sent me the updated version today, this morning. I'll forward it over. It has everything we need yeah. now. And then a $10 raffle ticket gets you yep. one ticket yeah one here ticket yep game, yep it's it's a, actually we could be creative because we have four games total yeah so we could really there's uh different dates that people can go um so what it will be is we have enough seats remaining for obviously the vets and kids are the number one priority number two uh for the raffle winners themselves and then a couple left over for the club and uh, like for example, the uh, the the Iron Workers Union, uh, New York City, that built the Freedom Tower, they're going to help us out too. They're going to send a raffle tickets through the Iron Workers Union. So that's going to be this can get really big because a lot of the uh, the veteran groups in Western New York too, they want to help. So I think we're going to have a we're going to need a lot of tickets, Tom. 
All right. All right. Yeah. Um, and, and then what we could do is not only will it help just with the cost of the, uh, the luxury suites, we also can, uh, include some of those resources for the motorcycle, the warrior brotherhood as well. So yeah. the, the bigger it gets, the more resources we'll have. So with, right. with you guys, um, hosting it with us, it helps us, uh, launch it at the highest level. That's awesome. Yeah. Really looking forward to doing that, getting that going. So yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Going every year, you know. So, oh, for one, sure. Be a one and done. You know, we want to. We want to have that. Have that going forward and continuing on. Oh, it's going to be real exciting too, man. Um, I mean, imagine the the vets and the kids' faces when they get to go not only to a Yankee game but in a suite where whatever Yankee former Yankee players are in the stadium. They said they would talk to. Oh, Don. Here, what the hell happened here? You fucking broke it. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll get right back into it, man. And let's talk about the, uh, what we're working on right now with our motorcycle run for, uh, June 19th. Sure. Well, let's talk, let's talk about other events that are coming before that. Okay. You got it. You got it. We'll walk the calendar. There you go. So, uh, uh, club wise, our next big event is Memorial day weekend. And for those of you that don't know the date, it's uh, May 31st. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to be down, we're going to be heading to the DC area uh, Memorial Day weekend. You know, every year our club has has put on a um, kind of an honor uh, event on Saturday morning, getting there, getting there early, and we wash the Vietnam Wall. And we've been doing that for probably well long before I joined, but I'm going to say it's probably in the last uh, eight nine years, I think. Actually, uh, 2012 and, uh, was uh, that th- I believe the first. 2011 or 2012 was the first year. Yeah, but uh, you know, COVID's kind of put a, a wrench in the works on that. Um, we weren't able to do it last year, and I think this year is kind of sketchy because uh, the National Park Service got a got a pretty high limit on the number of people that can be around. So um, I don't think we're going to get to it this year, but it'd be definitely happening next year for sure. Awesome. Um, and then Saturday uh, or uh, no, it's Friday. Yeah. Friday, we're going to be down in um, uh, Fredericksburg and we got an event on Saturday um, called the ride to remember. And that's going to start at uh, the Hooters in Fredericksburg. And it's going to be a ride that's going to go, up to and around Washington, D.C. to some memorials, riding around them, and then back down to Hooters in Fredericksburg where we're going to have a big party. Uh, we're going to have a bikini bike wash going. Nice. And uh, <laughs> Chili's going to be in a bikini. It's going to be fucking hot. <laughs> funny, man. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> but, yeah, that party will go on for probably a good part of Saturday into the evening. Nice. So, that's that'll be our, our big regional event um and then uh let's see after that yeah i think june 19th is our next event that'll be up in in western new york that's going to be our, our rolling for veterans event um we've got uh we're partnered up with american warrior and uh i'll talk about the motorcycle part of things and then dan you can pick up the music part of things absolutely so, motorcycle ride's going to start in dan's hometown of uh, Leroy, New York, or is it Leroy? 
LeBron. Uh, well, you know, it's officially the old <laughs> school there, might be. Okay. I say I've always said Leroy. I right. think officially a Leroy, but it sounds a little French that way. So I've always uh, said Leroy. You know, Leroy. That's how <laughs> that's how we say it. It gives, right, it, so gives it a little more the, of a swagger. Yep, the ride's gonna start in Leroy. 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 And uh, we're gonna go about 100, 120, 125 miles probably, uh, hitting some five five stops, and then the sixth stop will be the end stop. Um, we're doing a dice run, so it's a high and a low. And, uh, you know, it's not one of those traditional parade style motorcycle runs where you, everybody just waits and lines up and then you travel in this massive accordion pack. Uh, you know, we're an MC we're, we're we want to ride three feet apart, uh, in each direction. And, uh, you know, clubs, other clubs are coming. Other MCs are coming. They're going to ride their own packs and do their thing. So we just got basically time windows to say, you know, last bike is leaving Leroy at 12:30 in the afternoon, and uh, you know the the you got it. We're going to be starting things at 4:30 in the afternoon at the final stop. So take your time. Whatever you want to do, you want to hang out at one of the stops for a little longer or something. Go right ahead. Um, get to the end. We'll collect your, your dice roll scorecards. We'll tally them up. We got great great Chinese raffle items going out. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a great day. And then once we get to the end point, which is the Irish Mafia, Irish Mafia Brewing Company, which is in Bloomfield. And, uh, you know, we're, we're planning a great, great end point event and party there. Uh, I've talked to the owner and their event planner and uh, they're all in, man. They, they want to set up a tent. They want to have a stage. They got, they're going to have a beer truck. They're going to run taps uh, from their, of their, of their brews right there in the parking lot and it's going to be a great time and then i'll let you talk about the the entertainment part of it and what that's going nice to be yeah we're, we're excited we're gonna we're deciding if it's going to be um you know full band or acoustic duo um kind of get to feel that out talk it through with the owners of irish mafia i mean I, i'm cool with both i think the the mc uh it would be cool with both i mean uh you know full rock bands are great but logistics with the short time we've had uh, if it means uh, acoustic duo going up there is going to be the better fit, we'll kind of take all that in and see what uh, you know the overall consensus is. But uh, we're going to have music. We'll invite other veteran groups, uh, nonprofit organizations from the area. The VA Vet Center, our good guy Sean, or good friend Sean Crandall, a fellow Marine, he'll be there. And you've seen the big white uh, VA truck, right? It's like a VA yeah, on yeah. wheels. And uh, like Tom was saying their vector that uh the va on wheels is really a, a spot for veterans to go in and, and see how they're doing with uh their benefits they need someone to talk to uh you know all, all these great things that the va can offer a lot of veterans don't know are out there for them so um, we're excited yeah. to to bring our our partner groups along and we're going to do so and we're just going to kind of have a party and facilitate the the end of this great run and uh, you know, get the dice winner going and and uh, help out the club. So that's pretty much the gist of it. There'll be great beer, great food, music, veteran groups, and uh, yeah, good times. It'll be good. And we've been hey, working. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go back a second to uh, to our May event um, in at uh, in Fredericksburg. Um, we are also uh, raffling off a uh, Glock forty three X. Nice, beautiful gun. It's all customized. 
And uh, that's $10 a ticket. And if you buy 20, you get five free on, on the gun raffle. And they got some, uh, this is our, our, our Virginia chapter that's putting this on. And they've got some sponsors to give a shout out to Colnet Construction uh, down in Virginia and SSG Tactical, uh, who is also a major sponsor for their run. So I want to give, you know, just send out our thanks to that. I've bought more gun raffle tickets for that thing than I think I've ever bought in my life. Just putting it out there. <laughs> nice. You're getting, you're getting that Glock, huh? Yeah. It's beautiful, man. I wouldn't I'll mind picking that up. Real quick, if I can, to plug. We got, if, if anybody's sure. in the, your listeners are in the New Hampshire area, um, July uh, 10th, they're doing their third annual um, annual ride for veterans suicide prevention. So um, one of our brothers in honor of, uh, or in memory of, um, or honor of uh, Chef, his brother, um, uh, William Carter, I'm just looking it up. I'm sorry. Um, but that proceeds would be split with Mission 22, uh, which is oh, a yeah. uh, veteran su uh, suicide prevention age, uh, organization. So uh, I don't know if you have listeners and viewers up in that area, but that'll be a great time. Our, uh, our New England, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire brothers are, are awesome and um, be a great time if you uh, can make that. Oh, very yeah. cool. It will include yeah. links to uh, to all the yeah, organizations yeah. and everything at the bottom of our of our podcast. We've worked with Mission 22 a couple times, uh, mostly in Texas, uh, okay. San Antonio and Austin. And uh, yeah, another, another amazing group doing great things. So, um, yeah, sounds like a, a great event. So we're going to take a, a, a little music break here and then we'll be back with the guys to uh, talk about some some funny stories from their trips and uh, the future of veteran MCs. And some closing thoughts. So uh, enjoy some music here. All right, we'll be, be right back.
Welcome back. Gentlemen, we're uh, quite a ways into this episode and we haven't talked motorcycles yet. So why don't we talk about your bikes? It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting with him and I. So Yeah. It is. <laughs> well, let's let me let, let's start off with this. Um so in our club, you know, we're a veteran MC. And so we have requirements for like most motorcycle clubs of what kind of bike you can have, how big it needs to be and things like that. So, um we don't have, we we don't limit to a specific manufacturer. You can you can buy any bike any bike you got is good, but I think the 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 lower end of the limit I think is nine hundred cc's. It's actually a little bit lower. Six hundred. It's seven fifty. So yeah, and that's a lot of just safety. Is um, you know, we want to make sure that getting on to traffic, you know, getting off yeah. the traffic on really, um, you can keep up and and safe. So. Um, because we do ride in formation and we want to make sure that everybody's safe. So 750, I think that's like 50 cubic inches, which almost all Harleys are basically above that. But, um, you know, for the most part, 750 and above, unless you have like modifications to your bike. So, and that stuff can be found on our website about those requirements. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So we got guys in that ride Hondas and Yamahas and um, Suzuki's. Uh, I don't know what else, anything. You know, we had the guys that like to ride the Harleys, but the best goddamn <laughs> motorcycle there is is the Indian motorcycle. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We, and, yeah. and the reason why I laugh is that uh, so Vector and I essentially have the same bike. Um, <laughs> unbeknownst, we didn't we didn't plan it that way, but um, so I've got a 2018 Indian Chieftain Limited, um, and he's got a 2018 uh, Indian Chieftain Dark Horse. Uh, nice. both modified to basically look like roadmasters. We have a trunks and, you know, that's really for our wives essentially, but, um, does come in handy. So, uh, but yeah, I love my bike. Um, uh, I've got it brand new when I was, uh, you know, it's kind of my dream bike, so to speak. I've got it, uh, all staged out, you know, stage two cams, um, aftermarket exhaust, everything like that. So, um, yeah, I'm quite in love. In fact, <laughs> nice. You guys, same here, man. Yeah. Him and I, him and I text all the time about, you know, hey, what'd you do to your bike? You know, <laughs> I'm going to do this. What, 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 what did you do to 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 get more comfort? Or what did you do to get yeah. more performance? You know, we're always going back and forth about stuff. You know, nice. And uh, you know, and. I don't know. It always seems like we're on these rides. I'm always seeing the Indians out front and this stuff. And, you know, you to be in the Harleys. You know, some of these other bikes are trying to keep up. <laughs> and like, you know, but, but Vector's right. I mean, nice. as far as the club, we don't we don't really discriminate as far as manufacturers. So, I mean, just in in, in our chapter alone, we've got, um, you know, uh, predominantly actually we have a bunch of victories um, in our yeah. chapter. Uh, so we've we've got a number of those. We do have some Harleys. Um, Actually, we only have one non-American bike in our chapter, just because, it just be self-admitting, I started off in this process of riding a Yamaha, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great bike, reliable bike. I loved it, but um, wanted a little bit more. And so I uh, kind of graduated. And you do see that. You see guys start off with Yamahas and 750s and, you know, um, Road Stars and V Stars and things like that. Great bikes. But then as we get going, you're going to notice that 
we've got uh, longer rides. You know, we got more comfort. You need more amenities. You got passenger. Right. And uh, those things start adding up when it comes to uh, choosing the right motorcycle for what you're going to do. And when you got, when you get going on three, 400, 100 mile rides, um, you start to feel it. And a uh, little antidote, my wife, one of the reasons why she was all supportive was we went on a run and she gets off and just goes, you know, I see why you want a new bike. You know, just because <laughs> she felt the pain, so to speak. So right. um, yeah. <laughs> my, wife, my wife did the same thing. We were at, we were at a, a, a hill climb competition and this was before I joined the club. And uh, I was, I, I think it was a hang around then. And, and the New York chapter showed up at the uh, hill climb event, Polk's Hole Hill Climb. And uh, so those guys were hanging out. One of the guys in the, in the chapter rode an Indian. And, you know, he's got his trunk on there. He's got big old seat and stuff. My wife looks at his bike and she goes, how come we don't have a bike that's got a big comfy seat on the back of it like that? And I said, I said, are you get, are you green lighting me buying a new bike? Nice. You know? There you <laughs> go. And she's like, well, if I can get a big comfy seat like that. So man, that, that was it. That's what that is. <laughs> that was it. I got, you know, I was all in at that point. And uh yeah, she's got armrest back there. She's got all the all all the all the old lady gear back there. She's loving it. <laughs> nice. You guys have any triumphs? So have triumph motorcycles Not out there? Not so much. I no? mean, we, uh, I, I, you haven't seen too many of those, uh, you know, just throughout throughout our MC, so to speak. They do, you do see them off and on, but um not as much as you know the Harleys, the Indians, the American Made, the Yamahas, things like that. But as far as within our set, not not as much. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but if we just just if they if they met the requirements, so you know, it, as long as you ride it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. As long as you, as long as not only can you ride it, but you can handle it. You know, yeah. there's a lot of guys that get some big big ass bikes, and you know they. They struggle. They struggle riding sometimes, you know, or slow, low speed handling and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a proficiency. And that's one of the things that, that you kind of get to know a guy about when it's when he's when he's hanging around or prospecting and you go on rides with him. You really get a good idea about, you know, what kind of rider is this person? And is he going to is he going to be you know comfortable in that type formation? Is he going to be OK? You know, with these longer runs and 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 being aware and, you know, because. We, we ride tight, you know, sometimes we ride fast and uh, we want to make sure that, you know, they can handle that. We have, uh, you right. talk about funny stories of riding. I mean, we had a guy who um, wanted to learn more about our club and typically we have kind of a process of interviewing and whatnot, but I just kind of felt like, Hey, why don't you come tomorrow? We're going on a run. And he was like, okay. And this guy met every, every checkbox, you know, he's a vet. He had uh, the right size engine for this, for his Harley. I had a road King, I believe and uh, enthusiastic, fit the bill. And then we we went on a ride up through some switchbacks in Pennsylvania. And boy, was he so far behind. He just couldn't keep up. And we weren't keep going that fast, maybe just five miles over the speed limit, if that. And uh, at one point, he was so far behind. Our, our treasurer at the time, um, uh, Voltage stopped and just turns around and goes, "Did we? Did we kill Jim? Like, <laughs> he was that far behind." And you know, you, you think you know a guy, and riding's the best way to get to know somebody in some respects. Um, right. You can talk to your blue in the face about your commitment, but if you can't ride, you know, and, and you're not willing to keep up and learn, you know, yeah. So, so we can't help you. I was going to say probably right there, then and the, there and oh, then, yeah. he needed to go and do some remedial, some work, right? 
It, it just you know, put we're time in. To work with you. Yeah. yeah, willing to work yeah. with you. We have great road captains that um, that are willing to work with people if they you know if they fall a little bit behind. But I mean. I, I yeah. love the guy to death, but he just he needed to go take some courses. <laughs> sure, sure. Put put the time in, right? Put the time yeah. in on the craft. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll do that too. You know, if we got a prospect and he's kind of like a little shaky, he doesn't understand the different rules, or he's a little shot short on the hand signals and stuff like that. You know, we'll take him out and ride with him just in a small group, you know, or one on one, and we'll just say, you know, here's here's what we're doing, you know. Yeah and give them a chance to learn. We want people to be successful. We don't want them to yes. not not have a good time and, and, and fuck up and, you know, just all of a sudden they got a bad taste in their mouth and they're leaving, you know. We, right. we, we want them to hang around, you know. Right, sure. So we, want, we want them to be successful. But that doesn't mean we can't fuck with them. But, oh, you know. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be a price to pay there, right? I mean, right. it's probably there, yeah. probably two words, right? Heart and attitude to, yeah. get, to get through that, right? If they need to. How much time are they going to put in? Yeah. And hey, let me work on my riding and come back and give it another yeah, shot, right? Much. It's just yeah. a, you know, the big word throughout the, a lot of the process. And I know we'll talk a little bit about it is, uh, is commitment. Right. How much are you willing to commit and to, uh, to honing your craft, so to speak, and, um, you know, learning your motorcycle and learning how to ride and be proficient at it? Because the more proficient you're at it, the safer you're going to be as well. Right, because yeah. you guys have, I mean, all kinds of skill levels, right? I mean, beginner. Oh, yeah. I mean, people been riding yeah. ten years longer than the next guy. Maybe, maybe one guy is newer, but putting more time in. I, I know yeah. we teach a guitar, man. A guy's been playing for thirty years, but only plays twenty <clears throat> minutes a week. A guy that's yeah. been, you, you know, it's the same thing. You get guys who who are ground pounders. We have guys who. Um, one guy in our chapter, for example, he rides to every nationals, he rode to Washington, you know, riding to Arizona, Illinois, and he just takes the time off and he just goes. Um, and I wish I could other, do that. Yeah, and I wish I don't have the time off for work, unfortunately. But, um, you know, but if you you also got guys who, um, who, who can't do that, but still ride every single day, they commute to work. So it's really right. just kind of what you're, you're able to do. But um, every skill level, all the, you know, we're willing to work like Vector was saying uh, with, with guys who may not be up to par with some of the other guys, but ultimately it's all about safety. That's really what it's sure. about. Cause, cause the, the, like I said, the more proficient you are, the safer you're going to be. Um, and Vector was right. We ride in formation and you got to trust the guy next to you and in front of you behind you um, to make those right decisions. Yeah. The lead guy goes down. We're all going down. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Now, uh, you guys are in a three by three box, right? So, what happens? Yeah. What happens with the music selections? I mean, is how do you guys? Uh... Uh, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, some uh, guys decide to ride with comms, but um, I, I ride predominantly with uh, with our treasurer and our road captain, and so, and uh, I'll just say our secretary has the most. Uh, you know, shout out to Buford. He's got the <laughs> uh, the most. Let's just say uh, diverse music selection. <laughs> And he lets you know it when he pulls up to a stoplight and it's everything from, let's just say, Sir Mix-a-Lot to um, The Who, the, you know, um, to Baby Got Back. Like, it, it's everything known to man and he'll let you know about it. Um, but, yeah, when you're on the road, a lot of times it, it just kind of drowns out. But uh, it's it's interesting to say the least. <laughs> like if it's like having 20 radio stations on at once, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you got the guys who, uh, you know, another shout out to uh, my SAA who, uh, when he first started writing, he's like, I don't want, I don't want radio. I don't want anything. I don't want a fairing. And now he has everything. So right. it's like, 
you just kind of graduate <laughs> up to it. <laughs> nice. Now, producer Don, are you, are you asking about the patch? I don't know if you guys want to show what the color. Yeah, the color is your patch. Um, yeah, I can. Uh, I don't. Yeah. you probably don't have that, but um, yeah, I don't have. I don't. I don't like. Don't bring my cup, champion. <laughs> uh, just chat out real quick. So our patch um, is a three-piece patch, nice. and we uh, the, the center um, our center patch is the campaign ribbon of uh, where you had served or um, kind of what you served in. So we see a lot of um, Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, national defense, um, some other brothers. We have a brother in Virginia that um, has silver star. So. Um, it's, it's really diverse in that respect, but that's kind of our common theme is, uh, is a center patch. So it's the, it's the, ri the ribbon is our center patch. Nice. Yeah. Very and we're cool. unique in that. We're, there's not a lot of MCs that, that do it like that. Um, we're proud of that. It's a good looking cut, man. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah. why don't we talk about, I mean, some funny, some funny stories from the road or prospect stories, uh, <laughs> anything you guys want to throw in. Well, yeah, I got, I got, I got my prospect stories. I, if you don't, if you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anybody. True, so, true. When, uh, so I was prospecting, and uh, there was a brother that lived down in, in or near Erie, PA, and they used to have this this roar on the shore motorcycle event every year down in Erie, and he said, you know, who's coming down? Yeah, you can stay at me, stay at my place. It's all good. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go. So none of the other guys from our chapter could make it. So I took off, went to Erie and I get down there and get to his house. And, and that more, that afternoon we were doing one of the motorcycle runs with the, with the roar on the shore event. So it was his, his girlfriend brings one of her friends with her, another girl with her. And she rides a, uh, a Harley. Um, uh, I don't know what it was. It was a, Bobber or some kind, I can't remember. Breakout, that's what it was. And uh, so they get on the bike, and she's got her girlfriend on the back. First of all, it's like fucking smoking hot. You got two chicks on a Harley. It was like <laughs> wow. But they go to take off, and and the girl almost falls off the back. You know, her friend. So we get to the gas station, and she's like, "Hey, can can he? She ride with you? Because I got my trunk on and all this shit." And she's like, "Can she ride on you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine, man." <laughs> she can ride with me sure so she's riding with me we we do the whole day thing we're on the ride and all that shit everything's fine you know and uh we get to the end of the day it's all good you know and just having a good time the rest of the time i get back to new york and we're gonna go on this ride out to this uh harley davidson dealership out towards buffalo and uh the guys are like yeah, well, before we go on this ride, we got to go down to Merce's house. We got an emergency meeting. And I'm like, okay. So we get down, we park the bikes, and they're like, one of the jobs a prospect has is bike watch. And they're like, the SAA looks at me and he goes, watch the fucking bikes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then they go into the house. They're doing their meeting. About half an hour later, he comes walking out, and he goes, you got to come in the house. And I'm like, Okay. He goes, give me all your weapons. And I'm like, uh, okay. So I'm, you know, I'm getting my knife, pulling out my, you know, my 2A and getting all that stuff. Go into the house and I walk into the basement and uh, the, the president's there and the essay's there. And he, the president looks at me, he looks all pissed off. And he's like, 
get on that line. The guy had a dartboard in his in his basement, so they had the the tape for the darts. And he's like, get on that line. And I'm standing on that line. And I'm like scared shitless. I'm like, what the fuck's going on, you know? And these guys are all looking at me like they're gonna beat the piss out of me. <laughs> and uh, he got he goes, I got a letter. And he starts reading this letter, and it's about how I went down to Erie, Pennsylvania. And it's from the medical director, the chief nursing officer or something from this medical center complaining about how I made sexual advances and, uh, you know, I was um, uh, insulting and I, I did all these horrible things to this girl. And oh. they're, they're like, read this letter. And I'm like, holy shit, man, I didn't do any of that crap. What the hell are they talking about? And they're like, what do you got to say about yourself? And I'm like, <laughs> just stammering, you know? I'm like, I, I, I don't know, man. I didn't touch her. I swear I didn't touch her, you know? I got it. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> so, so the, uh, I get, you know, they're saying they're making fun of me and shit about it. And they go, you know what? Take his fucking cut. Oh. And I'm like, you, you know, you don't give up your colors, you know. I only give up my prospect cut. So, you know, they fucking stripped my cut off. And I was like, you know, I'm like taking it off. I got look of shame. I'm like, fuck uh, I'm out, oh, you know? no. what the hell is this? I worked hard for this shit. And uh, so they take my cut and uh they're like, We don't know what to do with you. We're gonna bust you back to hang around, maybe. We gotta think about this. And uh, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like, put this on. And it's my it's my cut. They were patching me in. Oh, it was awesome, you know. But they embarrassed the shit out of me. I was all in, thinking I'm fucked. You know, that's it. Is all this work I put in for nothing? They're they're not gonna accept me. And and man, they hung that that cut on me, and it was like one of the best moments of my life, man. Nice. And, uh, you know, we then from there we went on this ride out to this Harley Davidson dealership, you know, for their event and stuff, and it was just fantastic. What a you great know, way to get presented, though, right, man? Or get patched yeah, in? Kind of shit, man. You just you don't know when it's coming. You don't know how it's coming. You don't know at any given moment. You know, life of a prospect. You know, you uh, it's like you know when you went into basic military, basic training. It didn't matter if you were right. You were fucking wrong. Oh yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of life with a prospect. Well, talk about a range yeah. of emotions, man. Oh, right? shit, I was all over the place. And they took a video of it. They got it out there. You know, they're sending it out to the whole club. The whole club is like, oh, my God, it's the best <laughs> video ever. And, they, me. <laughs> and you knew you had that, that girl on the back of your bike. So you're like, oh, shit, oh, yeah, here we yeah. go. Try yeah, to be a good yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Sexually harassing. Oh, good looking, man. I wish I sexually harassed her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Did they set you up by putting her on your bike? No, no, no. Oh, he's, no. okay. No, there was, that was all legit. I was, that whole part of it was legit. Okay, you know? so that, that whole thing wasn't a setup. Nice. But, you know, the guy, the guy that I was, I was staying with down there. Um, you know, he just when he was when they were talking as part of the chapter, the brothers talking about, you know, how are we gonna, how are we gonna do this. He said, I got a story for you, you know, so nice. that's, that's where it all came from. And I called him up, you know, right afterwards. And I said, you asshole. And he's like, that was fucking great. <laughs> awesome. But, that's a you know, good times, man. Kind of, yeah. That's the kind of shit where, you know, what, what happens to you as a prospect is, is where your road name can come from. 
and I'm going to oh, turn okay. over to Chili. He's got a great story about his road name. So nice. No, I mean, I'm like, I was just going to share. I mean, I don't have like one like huge funny story, so to speak. For me, it's like it's a lot of little things that happen. Sure, like, sure. I mean, you'll be riding down the road, and like even on the way to Nationals in Illinois, um, you know, our our, our Northeast rep hit a, a road cone, and like you're all of a sudden thinking like, oh my God, I mean, he's talking about like, we, going down to Nationals last year, we had a, a ton of chapters. And so all of a sudden this road cone starts spinning all over, <laughs> and, you know, everybody's trying to like determine where to go. And like, so the rest of the weekend, uh, another brother put a road cone on his bike wherever he went, and he was tasked with doing that. So like nice. a lot of little stuff like that, but I mean, um, you know, it's just a case in point for story for me. Like, I mean, as a prospect for me, uh, we went to this uh, chili cook-off and, uh, you know, with the, with another MC, a veterans MC actually, and uh, <laughs> and one of our other prospects and myself were entered, let's put it that way, into this contest. And man, I just demolished this bowl of chili in the name of the club, and uh, <laughs> my ass hurt immensely the next day. Uh, one of our other brothers was like, you know, I say, he said, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to church." And he said, "You're just going to be sitting in that pew or that that bathroom and going hallelujah like, you know, because uh, you could, that's where you'll be and turn up like it just hurts so bad." But uh, there's a video of it actually, probably somewhere. Oh, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's things you do at, at, on behalf of the club. So, but it's a lot of little things, man. You'll be just going about, and somebody will do something, and you know. Um, and that just just funny shit just happens, you know. And it happens organically, and, yeah. and when you least expect oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had one of one of the brothers in our chapter. We were riding down to uh, to PA. We were coming. They we were on September 11th, and we were headed to PA because Chile. He they they couldn't do their event early in April because of COVID, so they kicked it to September. So we're riding down in September, and we're going down. We're going down. Uh, uh, 390 through New York, getting to the PA border. And it's, I think there was like, there was three of us. And uh, that was another time. That was in May. That was May. We did oh, that. was Memorial Day. Wrong day. It was Memorial Day. We rode yeah. down. And uh, so we're barreling down the highway and this car passes us. And it's like this shitty little SUV. And he's got two kayaks strapped to the roof of the car. And they're bright orange kayaks. And you know, you ever see like you're riding down the road and you just see a car and you just know that doesn't look right. You know, yeah. you just got that feeling like something's not right. So this car goes by and they got these kayaks strapped to this roof. And this thought in my head was those straps look like shit. And all of a sudden that strap broke and these two kayaks went straight up in the air oh. and they're coming right at us. <laughs> and uh, so the kayak hits the ground. There's two of them, one hits the ground Kind of goes between me and another guy. We let it go between us. We got our prospect behind us, and uh, he's like, you know, we're like, he's dead, you know. Right. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> and uh, so we, he dodges the first kayak, but the other kayak hits the guardrail, breaks in half, and goes spinning out across. And he just, just missed it, man. Oh. So we were real close to calling him kayak. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get freaking. <laughs> So the whole time he's prospected and we're over on group rides and shit, his job was to count the number of kayaks that we see. Nice. On car shit. And man, I don't know what happened last year, but them fucking kayaks were everywhere. <laughs> really? They're, they're yeah, because every, everyone everyone was out in nature, right? Couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, they were all buying kayaks, man. Yeah. They were freaking everywhere. So. Nice. Yeah, it's those, it's those little things that happen on the road. And, 
that's that's how you know that's how the best road names come about usually is some shit happens just like in the military right yeah 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 Yeah. just like in the military (laughs) nice or or just something like you know just something stupid like oh yeah there's that episode of the office so to speak where he's like i ate a tuna sandwich once and i've named big tuna for the rest of my life (laughs) right (laughs) it sticks you, yeah, yeah, it's seriously sometimes just that simple. We had a guy, we have we have a brother named Killswitch, and that you know, he couldn't get his kill switch, and that's it. Like <laughs> dumb forever, you know, right? Sometimes sometimes that just happens. Yeah, no doubt. Good yeah. good stuff, gentlemen. Um, let's talk about uh, you know, the future of veteran MCs and how someone would go about prospecting with the club or joining. Well, it's uh you know, our future is strong. And uh, every chapter has got a couple of prospects. Uh, our New York chapter right now, uh, we got two, two, two active prospects. And, uh, you know, we've had some guys express interest, but haven't shown up. So we don't know what's going on with that. But, you know, you want to join. Somebody wants to join. Um, you know, some people will see us on Facebook. They'll see our events. They'll come to an event and see us and go, wow, yeah, hey, tell me more about your club, that kind of thing. Um, others, you know, are, uh, will, will seek us out on, on Facebook and say, you know, or they're, um, they're changing duty station or something, they're active duty and they're, they're just put it on a Facebook. I'm looking for a veteran MC in, in the area and, you know, they hook up with us. They still got to go through all the steps. Nobody gets a free pass, but, uh, usually they're, you know, it's a hang around period. We're going to see, you know, do you actually show up when you're going to show up? Um, do you kind of, you remember? our names, you know, with the first time right. you eat us, that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of how the process goes. Um, you know, some MCs, uh, some chapters start the prospect period by they only prospect when they're invited to prospect. Mm. Other mm. chapters will say, you know, hey, you've hung around with us a few times. Do you want to prospect? And if they say yes, then we will talk to them about prospect and then what that's going to look like. So nice. different chapters do it different ways, but everybody's going through the process. One of our key things as a prospect process is you have to you have to attend a national event. And like Chili said earlier, our national event's in Arizona. So you don't if you can't make it because you just started prospecting and you didn't have time off work or your family's got another commitment or something, it's no problem. You can get a pass, but you're not gonna put on a patch until you go to a national event. Right. And uh, so you know, there's that kind of requirement. And it takes some dedication to, to do it, you know, to hit those events. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, just just how can you join is just show up. I mean, that's really yeah. it is is uh, that's the easiest way with every with not just with us, with any MC. You know, if you see us out and about in your, or any club, just, uh, you know, respectfully walk up to yourself and say, hey, I'm Joe Schmo and, um, you know, interested in what you guys do, looking to learn a little bit more and, uh, is there any, any way you can share some information on how to join or um, can we talk a little bit, you know, just kind of get to know, uh, get to know people. And, and that's really it. Cause if ultimately what you're trying to do is join an MC, you're trying to join a brotherhood and best way to do it is talk, you know, just to uh, find out some more information. I, uh, I guarantee you that if you walk up respectfully to any MC and ask, you know, Hey, what does it take to join? I, I promise you that uh, they'll be more than receptive to at least just have a conversation with you. Nice. Um, people get that stigma about joining an MC and, you know, the big tough guys, I don't want to talk to them and this and that, but, you know, if you're respectful and you walk up and just ask how to join, they'll, uh, they'll let you know. 
Some yeah. every club is different, and uh, we're a traditional motorcycle club, like Vector was saying. So uh, you, we don't just uh, you know kind of hand an application and say here you go. Uh, there's a process, and you know one of the, those processes hang around. So uh, just getting to know the club, getting to know. Um, didn't know you it's a vice versa and then you know as vector was saying there's a prospect period and that's kind of an interview phase where we get to know you you get to know us test a little bit of commitment and uh if if both sides work it out just and uh maybe one day we'll call ourselves brothers but um that's typically for almost any mc the way any traditional mc i should say uh the road to uh to wear a patch nice awesome yeah. You know, great, great information, gentlemen, great stories. Um, I want to thank the both of you for taking the time today on a Sunday on Mother's Day here to uh, yeah. to spend time with us. And uh, we had a great time and we're really excited about our future together with you guys. Um, some of the nicest people in the world I've met are part of veteran MCs. And so it's an honor to be able to work with you guys and uh, look forward to the next steps. Cool. I appreciate awesome, you having us. Awesome. Yeah, yeah anytime. So you guys enjoy the rest of your day and uh and we'll be in touch. Sounds good. All right, All right man. Take care. Yep. See you later. The American Warrior Festival Podcast brought to you by Oliver's Candies, the creator of the American Warrior Festival Candy Bar. Oliver's Candies is proud to offer you the largest selection of award-winning chocolates made in Western New York. Visit them online at Oliver'sCandies.com. What's going on, everybody? Don T. Penny here. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our fellow Patreon supporters and let you know that if you wanted to become a fellow supporter of our podcast, all you got to do is click on the link below that is in your show notes. Or if you're listening to this slash watching, the, watching this on YouTube, all you got to do is go to the video description. We will have a link to the Patreon page right there in that description as well. And that will take you to the homepage where you can see the sixth different options for our patreon program feel free to browse through it guys click on them see which one best suits you and any support any help that you guys would offer us is much appreciated it helps us put more content out for you and push this podcast uh, to that next level once again guys thank you for all your support we're going to continue to do our job you guys have a great rest of your day we're out The American Warrior Festival Podcast is brought to you by The Red Osier Landmark Restaurant, Oliver's Candies, Smoke and Eagle Barbecue and Brew, The Firing Pit, Orcon Industries, Ken Barrett Chevrolet Cadillac, TF Browns, One LLP, Batavia Legal Printing, Gun Track App, and Amerahome Healthcare. This is Candy. You're listening to the American Warrior Festival.